Hello, this is Michael Fanning, and I'm the host of the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our quick form podcast where we'll talk to Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light. In each episode, we'll talk to real estate professionals to learn what they have done that have allowed them to be better than they were yesterday. Please enjoy our podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to the Windermere Coaching Minutes. And this is our podcast where we talk about strategies and working smarter, not harder, uh, leveraging your relationships with your clients and creating great work-life balance. And today, I have Laura Ann Turner with us. Laura Ann, how are you? I'm awesome. How are you doing? I'm doing well. And you're not new to our podcast. We've had you on before. Um, let me give the listeners just a little bit of background uh, about Laura. Laura got started in real estate in 2018 in Utah, and she specifically is in Layton, right? That's And that's the office that you work out of, correct? Yes. Yep. Layton, Utah. And uh, you also have been through Ninja uh, three times, I believe, three different institutions. Uh, and I you also are also coaching uh, agents right now uh, for Grady Kohler in your region, right? So you are basically the coach within the services organization and you coach agents uh, about ninja philosophies and building business and all that type of stuff too, right? Yes. Yep. And you also have pretty high production. Uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, you know, a lot of people say, well, high production is this big dollar amount. And, and I, I want to be really clear. You have high production, but you have a very phenomenal work-life balance. Would you agree with that? Yes. And I just saw you were at Chris Stapleton last week, right? I was at Chris Stapleton and Tim McGraw last week. Oh, and Tim McGraw. I love Chris Stapleton. Such an amazing musician. Amazing. Uh, he was my favorite. Yeah, he's he's got such a great voice and such an amazing songwriter. But my point is this, is that you, you have a life and you also yeah. have great business and you do a lot. And so we have a lot of agents that are really busy being busy. And we have a lot of agents that are working, working harder and not smarter, so to speak. Yeah. And so, uh, and one of the ways when we do Ninja, right, when we talk about Ninja, one of, we have uh, different ways to increase your income per hour so that you can have a life. And on there, one of the things is, well, there's two that we talk about is, is generating more listings. So being, becoming a listing agent. And the other one is increasing your fee. Yes. And yes. So today I want to talk to you about this because what I find is that a lot of agents out there, and I hear this and I'm not judging, I'm just reporting um, I'll talk to them and say, yeah, but you don't understand, Mike, there's there's pressures on our fees in our marketplace, on our selling office commission side, therefore I have to discount, right? And and I don't agree with that. And the reason I don't agree with that is because stories just like yours, and you're not alone in this, I have stacking up of agents that are doing exactly what we're going to talk about today. So my point is, is that the only reason why we discount is when we don't have confidence in ourselves and we don't have confidence in our process and the value that we bring to the table. Would you agree with that? I 100% agree. 110% agree. Okay. And so, so discounting is an excuse 
for me to just be lazy and not say, well, let me just go put together a phenomenal process and a phenomenal service and then get paid what I'm worth. Right. 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 So, so for the listeners, because I know we have people that are in real estate, we have people that aren't, let me just give you some stats. And this comes from the buyer and seller profile from NAR, National Association of Realtors. And I just want to give you a breakdown here. So this is just a pie graph. And it said, uh, the percentage of clients that did not know a commission and a fee could be negotiated. So they, they didn't, this is just, the client didn't know 15% don't wow. know that it can be discounted. All right. So now here's the other one. The client did know commission and fees could be negotiated, but did not bring it up as a topic, did not bring it up, right, is 13%. So 15 and 13, right, What? and my math is kind of fuzzy, but that, I think that's 28%. It's 28%. So, so 28% of the time, it's not the client even talking about it or knowing that they can do it. Now, here's the one that really gets me. The client brought up the topic. And the real estate agent was unwilling or unable to negotiate their commissions, meaning the agent was willing to hold firm in what they believed their value was. What do you think that percentage is? More than 28. 5%. Oh, 5%. Sure. 5%. 5% were able to say, no, wow. you know what? This is what, I, this is what I do. I'm a professional. What if 5% of heart surgeons negotiated their surgery fee? Well, it's interesting because I think about that all the time. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, let's, let's keep going. Okay, so here's the next one. The client brought up the topic. So the client brought up the topic and the real estate agent was able and willing to negotiate their commission. What, what percentage? Two. 20%. Okay, I'm all off. So I'm 20, off. So 20% said, hey, guess what? Uh... I'll, they brought it up and I'm going to do what they asked. I'm just going to now, now here's the one that just really gets me. So if you add all those up, right, that's 20 plus five, that's 25 plus another 28. What's that? Uh, what's 28 and 25? Well, it's over 50%, right? 53, right? Yeah, 53%. Now look at this. The real estate agent initiated the discussion on reducing compensation. Guess what percentage that is? 75. 47%. So I'm shaking my head. People so, can't see my face, but I'm shaking my head. 47% of our industry is the cause in many times for the discounting of commissions. And really only 5% of our industry is willing to stand firm, right? So, so here's why I bring this up. If you really look at this, what's causing the pressure on our commissions? ourselves right and I think that almost comes down to maybe guilt of what services they provide or not having confidence in what they do yeah yeah exactly so I just wanted to throw that out there so people can understand and by the way for the listeners that are listening if you want to go look these up it's called the 2021 profile of home buyers and sellers guide it's exhibit 711 negotiating the commission rate or fee with the real estate agent and they've got all the stats behind it um, and I highly recommend looking at that. So now what we're going to do is we're going to talk. So Lauren, so when I meet with you, so let's say that I go to hire you for my real estate agent. You yep. Have, you have a very dialed in process, right? I sure do. Can you talk to me a little bit about what that is? Yeah. So following the Ninja program, right? We're going to yes. just give it a plug. The pre-listing interview is important. And that's just to help them 
this is the thing that most people don't realize. Having a process makes you stand out so much um, in the real estate world. And so if you're working with someone that's ever bought or sold before, just by following your processes, you're already going to look like your top high level professional whether you have two weeks in the business or not. So pre-listing interview and that just gets you started on being able to like, and then you set up an appointment to go to their house, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing is you have to take the steps necessary to be able to talk to them about pricing. So the first thing I do is I articulate my value, five points of value in my selling guide. The second thing I do is I show them a commission breakdown. And for whatever reason, real estate agents are really scared to do that. And it's okay that you do. It's okay that we make money doing this. It's fine. We work, we have talents, we negotiate, we stay up late, we show up. So those are the first two things I do is I say, here's how I'm going to sell your house and sell it well. And then also this is my commission. And so in my commission breakdown that I show them first, it breaks down my business expenses. It breaks down my taxes. It breaks down the marketing. It breaks down what my brokerage takes. And so they understand that when they see that dollar amount, it's not even sometimes half of it's not even mine. Right. And I always want to say like, this is how I live. This is how I pay my mortgage. This is how I buy goat feed for my goats, (laughs) whatever it is. Right. Like you have to be able to explain and be confident in what you're doing. And then I have a fee schedule. So I let them make a choice and, um, I offer three different tiered fees And I start at the top. I start with my highest fee. Do you want me to talk through this now? Yeah, well, I want to circle. We're going to come back to that. A couple of things I want to just talk about real quick is for those of you listening, um, if you're in Presents, uh, there's actually a page. And as Lauren talks about the breakdown, there's actually a page that we make available that you can put into your either either into your listing guide or into your CMA that breaks down where the money goes, right? So, and, and I like to call it an investment on where the seller is investing those funds to leverage, to get to net the most in the sale of this property. And as you said, you know, so let's just take, uh, let's just say, uh, let's say you're charging 6%. Let's just say that was a, a fee that you're charging. Well, then it breaks that 6% down both to the buying side and the selling side, mm-hmm. but then breaks it down into where that investment is going on their behalf. And then it shows at the end of the day, here's what you make. And this is what blows my mind is agents are out there willing to reduce, you know, reduce their fee. And what they're doing is they're really working for nothing. And here's what I have learned. And my dad told me this, son, if you have a job where you don't get paid, you're not going to have a job for long. Right. You know, and, and there's a lot of agents have a mindset would go, well, you know what? I discount because I've worked with them before. Why? What? Yeah. You know what? I go to the grocery store every week. Hey, I've been to your grocery store uh, seven times this month. So I think that maybe on my my eighth time, you guys can just give me my groceries for free. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work. And I think the thing that, and this is why I said guilt for real estate agents. And the thing that I see when people get caught into this discounting fee the most is when they are doing multiple transactions with clients, right? When you do, when you're representing them in both a buy and a sell and you think, oh, I should discount this because we can make a lot of money. And so we do kind of, 
I don't know if it's this like sense of greed and we want to be humble or whatever, but it's like you, if you're a good agent, you work and you earn it, you know? And, and let's, let's for that for, real quick though. I mean, so think about this, um, you know, in, in a normal market that we're approaching now, there's a lot of work to get a home sold and there's a lot uh -huh. of put yourself in a very litigious scenario to where you potentially could be sued. Um, I mean, you think about all of the negotiation that has to go on. You think about it's the biggest transaction of somebody's life. It's where they're going to live their life and their dreams. And it's where they're housed. It's their home. And yet, why do they have a problem with us making a living? You know, and, and why do you have a problem making a living? Yeah, I think there is something to having a process too. I mean, I one of the terms I use when I meet with my listing clients, one of the very first things I say is I'm a full service real estate agent. And what I mean by that is for me to sell your home and sell it well, I actually do have expectation of my sellers. And that is that we prep your home. And this is when I go over my five points of value. We prepare your home. We clean it. We stage it. We get high resolution photography. And these are all things I talk about. And I do cover some of those costs based on whatever percentage. And then when they come to this and I'm like, hey, this is what it costs to do this. You can choose to work with me as a full service agent or you can choose not to. And Ninja teaches, you know, becoming unattached from the outcome. If they're not willing to do that, it's fine. Right. But most in my experience, I've never had anyone say no. Yes. Well, and, and so let's talk about this for a second because I can use so many examples in my in my everyday world and just uh, in services and tools. So um, you know, I, I I ride motorcycles and there's a place there's these two different places that I can go to take my motorcycle to get serviced, and one of them um, they just happen to be convenient, but the but but unfortunately horrible communication, no articulation of what they're going to do. Right. As opposed to the other one that I can take my bike to when you make an appointment, they do a follow up call and say, hey, just want to confirm this, is what you bring your bike in for. Hey, here's some other service we could potentially provide for you. Here's the reasons why we typically do those, because here's what typically breaks down with your type of bike. And by the way, um, when we're all done, we'd like to do a client survey that we're going to send you. Hope you just and then you go there and you go to pick up your bike and said, hey, there were two other things we noticed. Um, that we just did those for you. And that's just part of our service that we do for you because we know you're going to refer us clients. And what's amazing is the way I feel when I'm done with the, the store that's not convenient, but their service is phenomenal. I never once feel bad about what I paid them. Right, right. But when I go to the other one and they still do the good job, I always am angry for the <laughs> money that I paid them. You know, because I'm just like, you know what? You gave me crappy service. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't feel good. And I don't want to talk about your, your service. And I think that, and, and the reason why I tell the story is because it comes back to how well are you as a real estate agent articulating to your client, like you said, what do I do for you? What do you get from this? And here's my communication. And here's how professional I am at what I do. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And the feedback I've gotten and what my clients always say when I'm doing this, I'm like, here's the plan. Here's my professional services. I am a full service professional real estate agent. And I say that on purpose just to make people understand, like, I am different from other agents. Not every agent does this. And I think that's what real estate agents really have got to start 
catching on to and attaching to is you can really stand out in a crowd. And then just the transparency, every time I show them, this is what my commission breakdown is. It is fascinating how everyone's like, oh, thank you for being transparent. Oh, this is fascinating to see. Oh, I didn't understand that. Exactly. Um, because so many people don't explain it. And I just think being more transparent and the communication is so key in our industry. And we really need to step up. We really need to level up. Yep. And we make way too many assumptions. We assume yeah. they know this. Oh, they know that they don't. And here's they the don't. even if there's a client that has done a lot of transactions, they don't know. It's not something that they do all the time. And so no. you every transaction as if it's brand new. I'm going to educate you as if you don't know anything. And I'm going to walk you through my process. Right. Right. And it might be different than what they've had before. It's interesting. I mean, my last couple of listings I've listed, their next door neighbor is a real estate agent and a good friend. Like when we were doing showings, they were going over to her house to sit and she's a real estate agent. Right. <laughs> and, it's they like, hired you. and they hired me. And why did they hire you? Because of my reputation and the because way I present myself. Professional. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so, so let's, so let's talk about this. So, um, and I think this came up, we were having a coaching call and I was talking about this with you. And I said, you know, um, and uh, a lot of people listening are maybe familiar with Brown Bear Car Wash. And there was, yeah, a, I don't know what that is. You got to tell me, we didn't talk about this. Okay. So Brown Bear Car Wash is a car wash that's here locally in the Northwest and it's other places too, but they have, when you go to the car wash, you know, it's a drive through really nice car wash, but you have an option when you go to pay for your car wash and there's three car washes. There's the Berry, right? Yeah. The Berry Berry and the Berry Berry Berry. So there's, there's three car washes <laughs> and, uh, and, and the Berry is, is, the, is the one with the least amount of services, but it's still, your car still comes out the other end nice and clean, right? Yeah. The middle one where they'll do a few more things. Maybe your wheels get treatment or that type of thing. And then there's the Berry Berry Berry, which is expensive in, in consideration of the other two. But here's what they found when they did the studies and they looked at this, the brain loves to have options because it gives us clarity, right? And it gives us yep. confidence when we can choose what we want, number one. Number two is that a lot of people don't want to pay the minimum and they don't want to pay the highest, but guess where they're the most happiest? The middle. The middle, right? Uh-huh. I think it's, it's like 85%, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, in the middle. And so my challenge that we have when we're doing coaching with real estate agents is that a lot of times I'll say, Hey, uh, give me your fee breakdown. And they look at me like I have two heads. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, you don't just charge a single option. Do you, don't you have options? Well, no. Well, how come? And so I love it. You do this. So mm -hmm. kind of walk me through what you do and then, and then tell me how this benefited you just recently on a pretty phenomenal transaction. Yeah. So I, like I said, I walk through, I have a seller's guide and I walk through five points of value. That's a ninja principle. It's in Moxie. If you're with Windermere, um, you can use that. And then I show them the commission breakdown. I say, this is how it works. Now, when I'm talking to them, I do, you know, the interview and I say, do you want me to help you sell your house? And then they say, yes. So then we have to sign a listing agreement, which I always do before we start working because you want to have that in hand. And then, you don't do any work until the listing agreement is signed. Yeah. turns out. How would you do that? Because <laughs> I don't work for free. Exactly. I mean, my time is valuable. We have a contract. We have a, we're under contract. 
Yes. Yeah. So we sign, we, I take a listing agreement and I leave the part where it's like real estate commission fees. I leave that part blank. Right. And then I have a fee schedule, which is a separate insert. It's an investment and it starts with a gold plan, a silver plan, and a bronze plan. So there's three different plans. My top plan is at the top of the page and that is an 8% commission. So in that case, if they chose that, I would keep 5% and 3% would go to a buyer's agent. This is the thing though, cause I list out the costs I will cover and there's 12 different services I cover in that. And the investment I'm putting into that is almost $7,000. So I, and I have that listed here, the estimated value is about $7,000. It can be more at times, right? right? Yep. So, but I'm very clear, like, hey, you can choose this. I will get this stuff done and I'll list your house, but it's going to cost me out of pocket. So I'm investing in your home. Yeah, exactly. You guys are investing in your home eventually, but I'm covering the upfront costs. Yeah. And by doing these things, it's going to put us uh, in, in the range that the market gives to us because real estate agents, remember, real estate agents, yeah. the market does. And there's a range between wholesale and retail. It gets us higher up on the retail range, which is from what yeah. I understand, your goal in selling your home is to net the most money. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. So then my next level is a silver level and that is a 7%. And there's 10 different things I cover. And so that estimated investment is about $4,000 on my part. This is all pre-listing. Yes. This is me taking a risk for them. Right. And then my bronze plan is 6%. And that one covers about seven um, fees or services that I provide. And it's about um, $2,000. Um, so when I say that to them, I just... And it's, you have to get comfortable with explaining it and then saying, what would you like to do? Or what do you think is best? Right. And then being quiet. And being quiet. That's the key. Right. And then you sit there and they have this in front of them and they're talking about it. And then they'll say, what do you suggest? And I'll say, well, what's most important to you? You know, and I'll, I always go to the top one first, right? I'm not going to, and it, there is psychology in it. And I'll just go up and I'll say, do all of these things look like they would be, you know, would they save you time? Would they save you money? Is this necessary? You know, one of the things I offer is four hours of paid movers. And they're like, oh, well, we have people that can do that. I'm like, okay, maybe you don't need that. You right. know, one of them's yard beautification. Is their yard always be already beautiful? And so they kind of choose and go through it. And, you know, most recently, so at a minimum, it's 6%, right? And I have some people that are like, no, we're okay. Like we can do the things to get our house ready. And if they want to do that, that's fine. I will give them a list of like, here's what I think we need to do in your home. At a minimum, I will always have a staging consult and I will always have them clean out their house because the way you present a house is important. And I will always pay for high resolution photography. Yes. Um, and sometimes they want to choose and sometimes they use my contractors. I'll always give them a list of referrals, fix it, man, whatever it is they need HVAC. If they want to pay that bill themselves, I have clients to do that, but I'm 6% is still what I do. Right. That's, that's, that's where it starts. And then it can go up from there. Yeah. Six, seven, and eight. Yeah. So 
I had a scenario most recently that I do want to say, know, by the way, that's your choice. You've chosen. I mean, and agents yeah. here and their pricing and where they want to be and how they want to set that up. That's up to them. What yeah. we're talking about is just the, you're you're providing these three levels of options. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Yeah. And so recently I went to a home. Um, it's funny because it's in I have two listings in the exact same neighborhood where they both know this real estate agent who's a neighbor and they both chose to work with me, which is very compliment. I'm like very humbled. They chose me, but also I present myself. If I remember correctly, this agent also is kind of known for discounting. Yeah. She's like a part-time agent. doesn't put, and both of them said to me, they're like, we're actually really good friends with her. She just doesn't, she's not as professional. Yeah. And I mean, I, I feel bad for her, but it's like the one family, I haven't seen them in a few years, but I, they watch me on social media and they're like, we both knew you were the one that we want to work with. They know, you know, everyone knows nine real estate agents. So anyway, they have a house, um, a million dollar listing and we did a 7%. So 4% commission. What is that? $49,000, I think was is the commission on it, which is amazing. And just from that change, you know, 1% commission is almost $11,000 difference to sell a house. And yeah, has, have I had to like get the house ready and assume some of those costs? Yeah. But the payday is incredible. Well, and I think this is the other thing too, is that, you know, you're legitimately paying for these things. And so many times what we find is that agents say, well, I'm still going to do that, but I'll discount my fee. And again, we're going to go back to, you know what? You're going to work for nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, is on this transaction, I'm also helping them purchase a home, right? And so they're purchasing uh, like 987000 And I'm getting, you know, the commission on that as well. And so between these two houses, like it's going to be a big commission, but I still don't discount. And they know that, you know, it's gonna well, be and, what and here's what what i'm hearing is that um because your professionalism because your process they're perfectly fine with it because they're getting the outcome that they want by yeah. the services that you provide and i think that the challenge is there's a lot of agents right who unbeknownst to themselves end up groveling for a listing and discounting their fees only to have a client that's not happy with the service that was provided and that doesn't do anybody any good you know step into your profession be the best that you can be, you know, hit mastery and say, this is what I'm going to do. And here's what I'm going to charge. And what I, and here's what I'm finding. I mean, listening to you and I know from your business, you are no longer, you know, on demand, you are in demand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would like to think that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, and so it's interesting and I will say, and maybe this is okay. I know we talked about this before because people are like, and real estate agents think this, and I know, so I mentor and I coach and I have my mentee and she's doing her first transaction. She's helping someone buy and list. And her clients did say, Hey, because we're doing two transactions with you, will you discount your fee? And I hope it's okay that I share this story, but she called the branch broker and the branch broker told her, yes, discount your fee. And then she called me and I was like, no, I'm like, never discount your fee. Oh my gosh. Why, why, why? She's like, I should have called you first. I'm like, oh my goodness. Exactly. So I said to her, I said here, you know, and I do offer. So for my clients that buy and sell with me in a six month period, I will credit them back 10% of the second 
the second transaction. Uh, but 10% of the gross commission at that set amount, you're not discounting. Yes. You're just saying no. Yes. No. So, and that is something where they feel like it's just a benefit I offer. And I do put a time on it, right? Yes. Because I have some clients, I'm three or four transactions with them. And if every time they come up, it's like, hey, can you discount? Can you discount? And once you discount, getting back to where you're not discounting is really, really hard. So offering this, and I have had clients recently who will be doing their third transaction. And I said, hey, because I didn't have this um, fee schedule before, I said to her proactively, I said, I have changed my listing um, just, what did I say? I can't remember, but anyway, so I said, I have changed the way I list homes and there will be a different set of values that you will see yep. because it'll be her third transaction. And I didn't have this before I was still new, but you articulate it and you weren't afraid to articulate it and make the change. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, Oh, I'm excited to see what it looks like. Well, and here's, here's the other thing that I want to, I want to point out is like, I think about other uh, companies that we buy, like I, I love to shop at REI, right? So, you know, REI, they'll do their, and if you're a member of REI, you get this certain discount every year, but guess what? It's across the board. Nobody's getting anything special, right? If, yeah. if you remember, and here's where you are, here's what you get. And if this is the discount at the time, this is the discount at the time. My point is this, is that agents don't realize that your clients may come to a client appreciation part and they all talk to each other. And as soon as you start, you know, just willy nilly deciding who you're going to give this to and who you're not going to give that to, and you're going to do this, it will come back to bite you. Have a process, have an investment schedule that you use every single time with every single client. This is how I operate. This is what I do because that is what they're accustomed to because that's what the rest of the professional world does that has longevity in sustaining lucrative businesses. Right. Right. And so going back to, you know, discounting your fee, like I said, then they expect it every time, but giving them just options and showing them what you're investing to help them. And then also, you know, if they do multiple transactions with you, they know the process and they know what you'll ask and it doesn't become a question. I think in my experience, when I was first a real estate agent, what would happen or what did happen to me one time, and I was so upset with myself was I got like, it was the day or two days before settlement. And they came to me and they're like, Hey, you know, this has been really hard. Do you think you could give us a break on commission? And I like marched around my house for an hour. Cause I was so mad. Right. And that's when I was like, I have got to step up and I've got to level up to like just articulating my value and helping people understand, no, I don't discount my fee. And you've got to do that before they ask. Yes. Because there will be those people that will ask. And if you're not prepared and you haven't laid it all out and there's not a firm understanding, you'll find yourself caught in these situations where you're him hawing around and you're like, oh yeah, sure. Cause you don't want to say no. And then it's like, you have to scramble and you have to go back and be like, but I did all of these things and it has value and it has worth doing it from the get-go, the beginning. So there's no questions throughout the entire transaction is so much better. Well, and my takeaway from this conversation with you is a couple things. One is that, uh, dial in your process, 
and be as professional as you can and have consistency in what you do. And that's, and that's running the pre-listing interview. That's doing the 16-step seller process. That's having great materials. And, I, and I've seen your, your, your seller book is awesome. And uh, your, your fee schedule that you have in there. Number two is completely be transparent. Here's what I do. Here's what it costs. Here's what I get paid. Here's what you can expect from me. Yeah. Right. And, and also, and not be attached to the outcome because also, and I know you do this too, be perfectly comfortable with saying, you know, and I might not be the agent for you. Yeah. You're done. One of the three things will happen. You're going to hire me. You may choose not to hire me, but I got to tell you, if I can help you achieve your expectations, I got to let you know that so many times we don't go in with them knowing that we're interviewing you as well. I mean, I mean, I want to take listing. Yeah. It's interesting when you have those kinds of conversations or when you're like, Hey, I just want to do this interview to see if we're going to be a good match. And all of a sudden, when you turn those tables of, you might not choose them. They're like, Oh, wait, you don't, you know, and it's not that we don't want to list their house, of course, but if people aren't going to be willing to work with me, I'm not going to do it. In fact, I have a client, another million dollar client and he wanted me to do a bunch of stuff for free, right? Run CMAs and do all of this. And I was like, Hey, I, I just don't do that. I don't, I don't do that. Like, are you, you know, you want me to list your price and like list your house and not sign a listing agreement on all of this. And I'm just not going to do that. And I potentially lost a million dollar client, but I lost a lot of headache too. Right. Well, and that gets back to work-life balance and being able to do what you want to do. And, and I know before we got on the call, I mean, you're able now to do less transactions, but higher volumes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and, and so, so I've learned that. The other thing I learned is that, uh, you know what? Know your value. Know your value proposition and be confident in your value that you bring to the table. And here's what I'll tell you. And this is stats that we run through all the time in Ninja is that we know that 5% of people out there want to pay the most. <clears throat> yep. That they just want to pay the most. And if you find those people, my gosh, take care of them. Um, <laughs> right. Then we know that 15%, only 15% of buyers, and this is not in real estate, this is just across the board and buying stuff, right? We want a discount. And I even have a friend like that. It makes me crazy. You'll, you'll go somewhere and they always, they got to have a discount. If they don't give a discount, they're upset. And guess what? He's kind of embarrassing. Right. And so, you know what? Uh, and not a lot of people want to be around him and, and you see what happens in that world. Then there's this, then there's this 80% of people who want a really great experience, but they're also willing to pay. Yeah. They perceive the value. And what I love about it is you've built your business model on, on hitting those 85%, the 80% that want the value and the 5% that are willing to pay the most. And you have a system now that captures those eyeballs. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, we talk about this in other industries all the time. I go to the dentist every six months. I pay out of pocket. I don't have dental insurance. I know how much it's going to cost every single time. Right. They don't give me a discount. Like I don't, I don't ask and maybe I should, I don't know. I'm just someone that's like, I know what I'm going to have to pay. I know what the value is. I want my teeth cleaned every six months. It's the same thing with real estate. You know, I have people ask for advice all the time. I'm happy to give advice for free. I'm not happy to use my skills, you know, like, Hey, let me for free, meaning like doing CMAs and stuff like that. I'll do property reviews because we know property reviews and CMAs are different. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, you're a trusted advisor at that point because they're, they have a relationship with you knowing, and they know that, you know, they're going to send you referral business. 
right? So just knowing your value, providing your value, the things where you make money, you make sure you make the money doing them. It's interesting because I think if most real estate agents listening to this just went and did a like quick interview in their office, like walked from office to office and said, do you discount your fee? Do you discount your fee? How surprised you would be at how many real estate agents really do discount their fee. Oh, I know. I'm like the I'm like known in my office for the agent that does not discount her fee. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm like, nope, I don't do it. Yeah. And I, and I, and you know, and I'll tell you, uh, as soon as you discount, you can, you can negotiate all the way to zero. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and so uh, I love this. And so, and then the last thing that I, that I see is that if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, well, gosh, you know, I got to change my game. How do I do that? Well, here's one, a couple of suggestions. Number one, go get buy the book Ninja Selling and start looking at those processes and start running your business like a business. Number two, get a coach. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Get a coach. Get somebody who you can run your ideas by and say, hey, guess what? This, hey, can we think about it a little bit differently? Can we have an alternative to this and do it maybe slightly different? Um, and here's some ideas around that. And last but not least, right, is sit down with a group of your peers and collectively practice with each other on your skills and get really, really good at at your dialogues, get really, really good at what you provide and really, really good at your resources because that builds your confidence. Mm -hmm. Well, and prepare ahead of time, right? I have sellers listing. I have everything pre-ready. I have my pre-listing interview. I know where it is. I made a notebook of it. I have my pre-listing packets. I have everything pre-prepared. Right. So when I get called, I just follow the process. Yeah. Yeah. You're ready to go. I'm not like, oh yeah. Okay. Now what did I do last time? How did I do this? What do I need to do? Yeah. No, I totally get it. Well, um, I want to thank you uh, for taking the time to walk, walk us through this. If somebody wanted to reach out to you to find more about what it is that you do, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? Uh, they can email me. My email is my name. So it's L-A-U-R-A-N-N at win, W-I-N, Utah.com. They can always call me too. My phone number is 801-388-0700. Call or text me. I'm happy to help. Well, hey, I want to thank you so much for being uh, with us today. Um, I always love having these conversations with you and I love the level of professionalism you put out there when it comes to real estate. So thank you for representing both uh, your organization and also Windermere uh, in that capacity because yeah. a lot to us. And uh, hey, what, what book are you reading right now? Just curious. Uh, I'm reading like three. <laughs> oh, what's, what's, well, give us one, just one of them. I'm reading, do you know, have you ever read Super Attractor by Gabby Bernstein? I have not. Super Attractor. I have have you ever heard of Gabby Bernstein? I have heard of Gabby Bernstein, but I have not read Super Attractor. Super Attractor is a great book, Michael. I'm surprised. I mean, okay. it actually, and Ninja talks about this too, right? Mindset. Yep. And getting out of your head, what you focus on expands. And she kind of takes that to the next level and dissects like good things happen naturally life flows easily just really opening yourself up to abundance so that's one book and then crucial conversations is another one. Oh, i love that book crucial conversations is great and i'm gonna have to look into super tractor i think that's going to go in my audible uh, and i'll start listening to that because uh, let me know what you think yeah, i totally will i totally will well hey lauren thank you so much and uh, have a great day for those of you listening if you like what we're doing please let us know 
Uh, if you like these podcasts, we would love that you share them out and give us a rating. And if you have content that you'd like to know more about or have us help you, give us ideas, send us emails. Uh, you can reach me at fanning at winnerver.com. Also know that we do offer coaching at winnermercoaching.com. That's also an option because as you heard me say, if you don't have a coach, you might want to get a coach. <laughs> All right. All right, everyone. Hey, as we always end these, uh, be awesome. Help somebody make it a great day. Laura Ann, thank you so much. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, we want to thank you for listening to our Windermere Coaching Minute. We hope you found this content helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. And we'll always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.